We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right. Inside the 8 o'clock hour, Keith McPherson on the fan. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to WFAN all day or for a little bit of your day. I'm on till 12. Let's keep the show rolling. Now, I mean, this kind of is out of left field, but not really. Pun intended here. The Yankees, five minutes ago on uh, MLB Trade Rumors, they just made uh, another minor league signing. I was just talking to Greg, and, and we're both thinking about what the Yankees are doing here. Um, the Yankees just signed Rafael Ortega. He's a center fielder, left fielder, right fielder, bats left, throws right. He's played for the Cubs, the Mets. Uh, I think he most recently was with the Cubs. But um, they also had signed someone else. I think it was Jake Bowers, who's an infielder, outfielder. And I'm trying to see who else they recently signed a minor league deals. Now, minor league deals don't usually move the needle for most fans. But I know the diehard fans are really locked in on this because you're trying to read the tea leaves, read between the lines, right? I don't think that the Yankees are going to sign a left fielder. They're you know kind of out of options. And if they want to trade for a left fielder, I already said tonight that it's going to be a high price, right? No one is trying to help the Yankees win World Series 28. I think most of us can tell that the Yankees are like a piece away from being ready to roll again, and no one's trying to give up a starting outfielder to the Yankees without fleecing them for top prospects, arms. But what what it looks like to me the Yankees are doing, and Yankees fans call me up, 877-337-6666. Some of you that I know are deeper in this stuff um, than myself, you know, Plenty of Yankees fans that are just Yankees fans and just baseball fans. I'd like to talk to you. But what I think it's lining up for the Yankees to do here is to have a competition in spring training. 
that will most likely include Aaron Hicks and Oswaldo Cabrera, but then guys like Rafael Ortega and uh, maybe even Willie Calhoun. And I'll figure out who the other guy that the Yankees signed recently that I was like, okay, uh, maybe he'll be in the mix as well. But, um, you know, I already mentioned Estevan Florial. And I even mentioned maybe John Carlo can play left field. Like, I think it's just going to be a spring training where you're trying to see who plays the best defense and who hits the best to plug in in left field next to Harrison Bader and then obviously Judge in right field. And if you start the season off, they can't be worse than Joey Gallo. So you get to the trade deadline and you go make a move again like you did for Benintendi uh, and one of those guys will emerge. Some some team will be sellers and we'll have an outfielder that the Yankees will be interested in and they can make a trade at the deadline to go all in. Or maybe one of these guys is good enough to be the guy all season. I just don't think that the Yankees are going to sign. Like, I think Andrew McCutcheon was a name that we talked about last week. And I like I, I like, I like Andrew McCutcheon, I, I, you know, former MVP, right? Add another MVP to this Yankees team. Um, but he was, uh, he was on the Yankees, I think, in 2018 as a trade deadline acquisition. I remember him shaving his beard. Awkward. I think he's a beard guy. I don't think he's trying to come back. I don't think he has any unfinished business here. But when you're looking at the outfielders that are left, right, uh, we saw Michael Conforto go to San Francisco and other guys come off the board. People were sweating Ben Benintendi. I never thought Ben Benintendi was going to sign with the Yankees. He signs with the White Sox. Who is left? Who is out there for the Yankees to sign? I don't think there's anyone left for the Yankees to sign as far as, like, a big name. So you know what I always say about Cashman. He likes to shop in the clearance rack. He goes to the thrift shop, bargain bin hunting. And right now, I think that's what he's doing for left field. And we hope that somebody can be better than Aaron Hicks, right? We expect him to be better than Joey Gallo. And I think that's the move. Don't don't be surprised if the Yankees don't have a big name in left field and they just have a competition in spring training and they start the season off with one guy or maybe a rotation of guys in left field. And then when we get to the deadline, they go in and they go get the, you know, obvious guy. Like, I felt like Andrew Benintendi was the obvious guy this year. So obvious, I didn't think they were going to get him. I'm like, nah, that's too easy to call. But they got him, and he played for a month, and he got hurt. And now the Yankees, again, are trying to figure out who is their left fielder. It's It's been a journey. They thought Clint Frazier was the guy, right? We, we're going to give Clint Frazier the job. That didn't work out. Brett Gardner's out of here. Uh, he could have been the guy, but he, he got older, and they moved on. Miguel Andujar they moved on from, and they tried to get him to play left field. And It has just been a bottomless pit of left fielders. Can we find an everyday left fielder to play in the Bronx? And I understand playing left field in Yankee Stadium, that's an ocean out there. That's a lot of ground to cover. You've got to be a good defender, but we also need some contact hitters, some speed, somebody that maybe can lead off if DJ isn't. Uh, ready to take leadoff duties back. So Yankees fans, call me up, 877-337-6666. Maybe you know the other minor league contract that was signed. Um, Willie Calhoun is an outfielder and I believe first baseman. Um, let's see, DH, left fielder DH. So it's Willie Calhoun and now Rafael Ortega. These are guys that have played in... Major League Baseball, and the Yankees are signing them the minor league deals to come into spring training and battle it out and see who wins the left field job. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's get back to the calls. Um, 
I mentioned Michael Conforto. I remember saying Michael Conforto had too much Mets in his blood. I just didn't see him coming over to the Yanks. He hasn't played. No one's seen him in a year. He goes to the Giants. Good for them. Um, but now, man, we're we're waiting on Carlos Correa. And I went back and looked at that picture. And I saw I watched baseball night in New York tonight, and I saw them talking about it, right? I I want to assume that the Mets are close to officially signing Carlos Correa and making that announcement this week. What's the holdup? You couldn't wait to uh, rain on our Yankee parade and uh, steal the thunder from Aaron Judge's day being reintroduced as the 16th captain. You, you couldn't wait. You had to get that done at 3 in the morning and then wait three weeks. But as I'm looking at this picture of Carlos Correa going to work with Daddy today, I mean, he could be anywhere in the world. I don't think he's got an apartment in New York or a house in New York, so he could be anywhere in the world. His son happened to wear the, you know, have the I Love New York shirt on, but I'm not going to read too far into that. Looks good, right? Looks good. But he's a baseball player. It's the offseason. He's going to work. What does that mean? He could be going to the batting cage. He could be going to field ground balls. He could be going to the gym. He had his glove in the picture, so... I would assume that he's going to uh, get some work in on the field. I don't want to assume that a deal is getting done tonight or tomorrow. We've waited this long. We don't know when this thing is going to hit. Let's talk to Tommy in New Hyde Park on the fan. How you doing, Keith? I'm good. How are you? All right. Happy New Year, number one. You as well. Um, I want to ask about uh, pray for Jamar, and um, I want to ask about the Correa's thing. Are they going to sign him or not? What's yeah, going on? They have to at this point, right? He's a Met. Like, I don't think there's any other team swooping in because I think by now, if another team was going to swoop in, swoop is a, a quick word, right? Swoop implies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swoop implies that you're going to steal him away. Well, it's, it's been some time now. I got to find out the exact amount of time it's been. How, how bad is his injury? They're not like really saying anything. I just don't think it's bad right now. Like, I think he can play. Um, I, I think he's going to play this year and, and be unaffected. But what the holdup is, is these are red flags for the long term. And yeah. this is a long-term investment. And you don't want to invest in damaged goods that could be damaged to the point yeah. where this guy might not be able to walk or play in seven years or something. Um. Yeah, that's a problem. Um. Can I ask you one thing about the Jets? Yeah. Who's your quarterback next Sunday? Mike White. You think so? Yeah, I think Mike White is going to get this last start. Why would they chance his ribs getting hurt again? What's, no what's the chance? They're not going anywhere. It's the last game of the season. Yeah, but White hurt him and get a shot to his ribs again. Man, they do not care about him being hurt. <laughs> you could tell that right? from the Bills game, and he was hurt in that Seattle game. He was writhing in pain, and he probably is still sore. There's no way. That, I said last night. They said that was a three- to five-week healing process. I think it's been right. three weeks, going on four. He's still feeling that. So they're not All worried right. about his pain or, you know, how he feels. If he's cleared to go and wants to play, he's the guy. And he needs to put a, a, a good game on film this last week of the well, season. I, I agree with that. I had broken ribs a couple of times, three of them in one shot. And it took me about maybe two months yeah he's tender that guy's got to be tender he's got to be feeling it i had a, a rib injury and and just when you breathe and your lungs expand oh, you feel yeah. that. i couldn't take a deep breath without being in pain yeah so i know i know he's a tough guy i know he's feeling it but they're not gonna 
They're not going to put Joe Flacco in. I hope not. I would rather them go Chris Streveler. Go Chris Streveler and have the whole Tim Tebow offense ready. Yeah. Um, We're in trouble, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. The the Jets were in trouble over a month ago. Yeah, I know. Keith, you need to get some sleep tonight, okay? I'm going to try tonight. I'm going to take a melatonin. I, I keep melatonin in here for uh, oh, some of those I, nights. I take, one, I take one a night, too. Yeah, I, I'll take a melatonin in my last, like, 15 minutes of the show, drive home, and try and sleep tonight. But, it yeah. does, Keith, thanks for the time. It does help. Help. Absolutely helps. I, I take the strong ones, too. I think I have, like, a 15-milligram melatonins in here. Uh, I'm not sure what I got. Um, Five milligrams? I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I need it because I stand in here on the mic in front of the lights, watching the games, talking for five hours. When I go home, I'm wired. I'm still seeing like spots when I close my eyes. So oh. <laughs> definitely need the melatonin in my system, and I gotta sleep tonight. I gotta get up tomorrow morning. Like well, today, I'm... today was rough, and, and going from last night being you up to four, took my wife to the train so she could get to work, came home, and I I passed out from like ten to one with my cat, and I woke up and I was just like, I'm not like that. Like I don't just fall asleep like that, but. You know, it's heavy. Uh, this stuff was weighing heavy on my mind, on my heart, with this Demar Hamlin story. Oh, it's horrible. How many cats you got? Only one for now. It's the first cat I ever had. Twenty twenty two was my first year having a pet. I loved it. I love my cat. I have two cats. They're called Hops and Bali at the Budweiser. Yeah, I need to get my cat another cat, but then that's going to be more work for me, and she's already a handful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you always. Thanks for the call, Tommy. I got. So I just looked back, and I think it was December 21st, a Wednesday, that Aaron Judge was announced as, you know, being uh, re-signed and the 16th captain. And I was so excited for that morning, 10 a.m. I remember I, I, I ran out and, and went to BJ's and ShopRite before 10. And I, like, ran my errands I had to run to get back to watch Yes Network. As a Yankees fan, it never gets old. Any press conference, any player being introduced – uh, the way the Yankees do it, it just, I don't know, fires me up. So I was so excited for that. And I remember there was just this cloud hanging over the Yankees universe. Steve Cohen signed Carlos Correa. I'm not a Carlos Correa fan. I don't like the Astros at all. I don't like him at all. And that cloud was hanging over the Yankees universe because it was like, did you hear about Carlos Correa? Did you, did you hear Steve Cohen got Carlos Correa in the middle of the night? Oh, the Mets. Man, so what? <laughs> We're coming up on, it's about to be three weeks. No, it's about to be two weeks tomorrow. He better be signed tomorrow. Two weeks? We have to wait two weeks for the deal to be done? And actually, it was two weeks since uh, that move was made in the middle of the night. Where's Paulie at? Paulie walked out. I have to get Paul. When he comes back, let me check his Twitter because he was the guy. Of course, Universe Never Unconnects. That was the night. <laughs> that was the night Salicata wasn't on. And uh, out of all nights, right, for Sal to be on 2-6, to six, that was Sal's night, right? That was Sal's night to have uh, Carlos Correa news break. And Paul handled it. And I'm scrolling through his Twitter to make sure I'm, I'm right. It was December 20th, which was exactly two weeks ago, going into the 21st. We're coming up on two weeks, Steve Cohen, Moneybag Cohen, the Make It Happen Mets. Make it happen already. We need the deets. It ain't going to be 12 years, $315 million. We need the details. 
I think Correa is trying to apply pressure, right? That's a tactic using social media. That's a tactic posting his kid on Instagram with an I love New York shirt. His kid's ready to be a New Yorker. His kid's ready to move to the city for 12 years and grow up here. Just waiting on you guys to uh, sign the deal. You know Boris isn't backing down. Yup, I was I was spot on. Paul Rosenberg, December 21st. So we're we're literally coming up on exactly two weeks since this all went down. And I don't know what to tell you, Mets fans. It's taken a while, but I just don't see it going south. I don't see it going the other way. Like, where, which way would it go now? Yep, swooped in. From Hawaii, Steve Cohen. Oh, yeah, Paul had John Heyman on that night. 4.36 in the morning, John Heyman joins Paul Rosenberg on WFAN. I was somewhere tucked. Woke up, and I remember waking up that morning. People immediately assumed that I would be upset. Right? People immediately assumed that I would care about Carlos Correa signing with the, the Mets. I'm not one of those Yankees fans that was you know, begging the Yankees to sign Carlos Correa for two years. I never liked the guy. It's all documented. Before I was on WFAN, there's videos, there's podcasts. Not my kind of guy. Never wanted to see him in the Yankees pinstripes. Never wanted to see him on this side. He tried very hard. Anytime this guy was in New York, he's posting, whether it's a UFC fight, um, whether it's TV stuff he's doing. He wants to be in New York. He wants to be on the main stage. Understandable. But he's got uh, one plate appearance that is going to cost him millions. All the plate appearances in his career, one bad plate appearance is going to cost him millions. That plate appearance in his ankle. All right, moving forward. Let's go to Astoria and talk to Lou. What's up, Lou? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Happy New Year once again. Happy New Year. Hey. I'm good. You and your family. And you and your cat now, huh? You, you got a new pet, huh? Yeah, my wife introduced me to a cat that she called Luna. And I didn't really think the cat was a Luna type. Like, I started calling her Luna Tune, and now I just call her Tune, like T-U-N-E, yeah, like they, the note, Tune, Tune, Tune. They become part of the family. I I never had a cat, but I had a dog, and when he passed away, uh, people say just replace him with another one, but you know what? Ah, uh, that was tough. Yeah, I'm dog. scared. I'm scared. I hope this cat lives a long time because no, I'm they, already well, they attached. Go, they go longer than, than dogs, so that's not a bad. that's not a bad thing. Anyway, quickly. On the, on the Yankees, I'd be real quick. Um, with this GM, all he's trying to do is save money for the owner. The owner, the only reason why the owner signed that, George, is because it's valuable for the team to keep this guy around. He made him the captain so he can sell more T-shirts. Of course, there was so no other. Attendee, there was no other option. You had to sign no Judge. Other, exactly. <laughs> Cost you an he extra one hundred and fifty million, but that's your own fault. I agree. Conforto and Benatelli would have been perfectly. And they don't make that much money, Keith. It's amazing. But yeah, anyway. I don't think they uh, wanted to play here. Yeah, I, but listen, you give them the money, they play. Believe me. Uh, this is, As far as the football is concerned, with the Giants, I don't know if you remember this, when the, when the Giants uh, started the season uh, and played against Tennessee, and this guy went for that two points. Of course. To tie the, uh, you remember that game, right? Of course, I watched that game, and Saquon would not be denied. That was a hell of a start for the Giants. Let's do what I got to say, though. This coach is supposed to be the greatest seed on earth, okay? If you remember, Tennessee was unbelievable. They they outplayed the the Giants 
defensively and offensively, okay? And once you tie the – I mean, going for a tie, that's what I thought was supposed to be the right idea because if you remember, there was plenty of time for the other team to get the ball. And actually, if you remember, they missed a 40-yarder to win the game, okay? That would have made a big difference, okay? But he became a hero because it worked out. But I, I just do believe that we, when, when you're behind – and you be now playing. The defense from Tennessee is that great. You have to actually tie the game, go into overtime. Yeah, but Lou, they went for the day. win and they won, and that honestly I, propelled I, I them through the rest that, of the Keith. season. That was his first Keith, game Keith, Keith, coaching they, the they Giants. Just he just asserted himself. Somebody kicked a sixty-one yarder. Okay, the Giants, if you remember, uh, before this game, sixty-one yard, and that's you know that was a forty yard. That was easy. Uh, my other point, real quick, about the Jets. Uh, I want any. I know. I want another coach. I want a coach that can bring his own quarterback. Or if he wants to think, if he thinks that Zach Wilson is that much talented, you know, let it go with it. Okay, this guy's solid. When you allow a team, and you are a a football, you are a sport man. I know that you know the game. Why would you? I mean, it's incredible that you allow your team to wear another another quarterback, a young kid that is. It, it, it's the franchise for, for the future, even though he's not doing it right now. Because I believe, I still believe that he's being developed the wrong, the wrong way. That everybody was wearing white freaking t-shirt, white, you know, Mike White t-shirt, so he, so the kid can just mind his mind just went crazy. Oh, quickly about another thing, real quick. I'm sorry about this coach. How you allow number five on that game after he knocked out the quarterback from the Colts? to do what he was doing after what we saw last night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he should he should have went right to his face. Like he did that. I don't know if you remember when a, when a defensive player, a tall guy, uh, he chewed him out on the sideline, embarrassed him in front of a national TV. That was so wrong for this guy to do what he did that if I was the coach, and you know, you know you're a team guy, I would go over there, excuse my language, and kick his freaking ass. Take care. All right, Lou. I'll take it from here. Kayvon Thibodeau is for the cameras. This guy knows the attention is on him. He's done that celebration before. It came off classless, tasteless, disgusting, whatever. But we got to give that kid some benefit of the the doubt. Like, his personality from the draft, you knew what type of guy he was. He makes a play. He knows. That's my opportunity to be seen and celebrate. It's unfortunate that he did not realize Nick Foles was writhing in pain next to him. It will forever look bad. And, uh, you know, for the Colts, it looks bad on them and Jeff Saturday because nobody did anything about it. And going back to Rob Sala, I said last night, you know, not just the Mike White t-shirts. Quinton Williams showed up dressed as the Grinch. Uh, CJ Uzama showed up dressed as the bunny from a Christmas story. Other guys had on, like, Christmas outfits on Thursday night football. You're the only game on. Your season is on the line. I understand being loose, keeping it loose, Thursday night football, anything could happen. But that looks really bad when you go out there and can only score three points and you got to bench your starting quarterback. And speaking of your starting quarterback, yeah, that kid's 23 years old, the number two overall pick. They, they, they failed Zach Wilson. They failed him in his development, his preparation, they failed him in where they drafted him and then slapped a captaincy on his chest and said, here you go, son. With a rookie offensive coordinator, you got it. In this NFL? 
No way. So I don't think Robert Sala is really that great. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Of a coach, he's got some growing to do. He's got some learning to do. And if they moved on from him, I wouldn't be surprised. And last, Brian Dable... Luke, come on now. Brian Dable asserted himself by going for two, and they won. That's a walk-off winner. Took some guts to do that, and that changed their whole season. Please remember the Giants dancing and celebrating in the locker room. For Giants fans to win the opener? Come on, yo. We can't be, we can't be looking back now as this team's in the playoffs and say, oh, the book says he should have went for the tie. No, he rolled the dice. Remember, they said this guy's got some cojones. He went for the win and got it. And they needed that win in this season. It propelled their entire season. That's also the same game that Dable chewed out Daniel Jones. And look at the season Daniel Jones had. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-66, a six and another six. I'll be right back, folks. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yes, sir. Now we're rocking as we proceed. Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to AM. 
A little bit after 8.30. The Rangers just tied it up. It's 2-2. You want to get eyes on that. We've got a game here, folks. And uh, we're talking around the baseball and the football and a little bit of the basketball. And why not sprinkle in some hockey? Oh, it's 3-2 now? Paul, did that just happen? It literally just happened as I said it. Right before I said it was 2-2. I look up, it's 3-2. Still a game, though. Still a game, though. 2.30 left in the second period. But, yeah, um, going back to what I was saying before, you know, hitting on the Jets and the Giants, man. For Rob Sala, bro, call a timeout. Call a timeout. I'll never get over that. And arguably the best game that I think it was the best game, not even arguably. I mean, wins are wins, but statistically it was, you know, he didn't win the game. But statistically, Zach Wilson balled. He made some throws. He had over 300 yards in that Lions game. And the Jets had a chance to win that game. And the head coach didn't know to call a timeout. He was, was talking about, oh, he didn't know if it was going to get challenged. Or like, I think you were just frozen in the moment. Because we were all screaming, call timeout, call timeout. You're saving timeouts? So you roll over into the next game? Come on, coach. That's on you. And, yeah, you let your players show up in costumes, grown men with their season on the line. In the matchup of the number one versus number Two quarterbacks taken in the 2021 draft. Guys pulled up like it was a joke, like it was sweet, like Doug Peterson and the Jaguars weren't fighting for playoff position. The costumes I, I've talked about. I don't care if that's how you're pulling up for the game. I think the, the line really got crossed when you start warming up in the costume. Don't let that stuff go on the field. I remember I cracked up because Bart Scott was calling that out. Now you let him warm up in a costume. And I remember saying, does that help you win? Why are we doing all of these things that don't help us win? And I guess they thought building up Mike White by wearing T-shirts and posting on social media helped them win. Mike White beat the Chicago Bears. I didn't watch that game. I remember I was in London and I saw the score and everybody was hyping up Mike White. And I'm like, please. It's the Chicago Bears. They were about to start Nathan Peterson. <laughs> Trevor Simeon hurt himself in warm-ups. And tried to just tough it through that game. They had nothing. And it's the Bears. I'm the number two overall pick. Like, please go back now that the season is coming to an end. And look at the Jets' wins. And sure, they, they were able to beat Aaron Rodgers. But they were struggling. The Packers are on their way to the playoffs. Jets aren't. The Packers were struggling when the Jets ran into them. And for Rob Sala, you didn't know when to call a timeout. You let your teammates or you let your players show up. In costumes, you let teammates basically trash the number two overall pick franchise quarterback and hype up the backup as if he was some type of savior. As he was coming, like, stop. Like, Mike White is mid. I told you guys that. If Mike White wasn't mid, you think he like he wouldn't be in the position he's in. He's not the franchise quarterback. And Rob Sala, you know, last but not least, there's a long CVS receipt. For you after this season. And how your team just collapsed. And fell out of it. So. Same old Jets. It's tough man. I got a lot of friends that are Jets fans. I go through it with you. I root for the Jets locally. Unfortunately. I chose the Cowboys. When I was like four or five years old. Didn't even know where Dallas was. Never rooted for the Giants growing up. But now that I'm a mature. Grown man. I can appreciate the Giants differently. And I'm looking at what they did this year. And I have some pride 
from being on the fan. My first night on the fan was the night Jason Garrett was let go. And I got to work out at Jason Garrett's dad's house, going down Ocean Ave, Mammoth Beach. And when they let him go, I said, that's not enough. That's just the uh, pound of flesh. But that ain't it. They need to fire Joe Judge. Don't take no for an answer. Call up the fan. Make them hear you. Go on social media right underneath every tweet that the Giants put out. And then that last game when Gettleman was on the field, I remember Giants fans didn't even want Gettleman and his family to get a send-off. Like, okay, the guy was bad, but he did he did come to work. He did help. He did draft some good players. Obviously, he made some mistakes, but I'll never forget that viral video of that Giants fan saying, we need football people, not family. And look what that forced the Mara family to go do. Go hire Joe Shane to be the GM, replace Gettleman, and then a guy that he was close with and worked with in Buffalo, Brian Daybowl, comes along, and he was the right hire. He was the right guy. And he goes into week one, goes for two, puts the ball in Saquon's hand, the best player on the team, gets it done, and that propelled them through this whole season. Even when it looked like they were out of it, couldn't win a game, they got off the mat. And I think it was his voice. I think it was his steady approach. They asked him when he was losing uh, a couple questions about, you know, losing games and and where the team was at. And and he talked about his experience. And go look at his rap sheet of how many different places he's coached at. And he said, you know, I've coached when we were this, when we were that, when we lost, when we won. It's just another week. And those guys rallied on Sunday night football to beat the Commanders when I didn't think they could beat the Commanders coming off a bye week with the talent that the Commanders had. I'm I'm looking at them at home after they had a tie in MetLife Stadium like the Giants are cooked after they lose to the Commanders. I thought the Commanders were going to be in the Giants spot. I was wrong. Maybe that's my cowboy bias looking at it like that. The Giants did what they had to do. It's been a miserable last six years, but they're back in the playoffs. And their fans are back in MetLife Stadium, loud and partying. And wasn't that a celebration like I said it would be on Sunday? I watched it on TV, but I could just tell the vibes were immaculate. A little warmer. And that second quarter, they started pouring it on. And then Daniel Jones goes for 91 yards, two touchdowns, making Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James look like Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. That's your guy, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Those are your guys. You have your quarterback and your running back that you drafted inside the top 10 on their way to getting extensions. If you're a Giants fan, you got to be happy right now. This was a rebuild year, and they're going back to the playoffs. And real quick on the two most important guys that you just mentioned. Who drafted them? The guy who was... David Gettleman. Um, nobody wanted. So I know Giants fans are always hesitant to give Gettleman credit. But in this case... That's what I'm saying. But in this case... He drafted Andrew Thomas, too. Andrew Thomas fair. was all pro in the beginning of this season. Be fair. Andrew Thomas, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, all Gettleman guys. Be fair. I you can I know you can give me the Galladay trade. I understand that. Xavier McKinney. I know he you know goofed off and broke his hand, but that also falls under David Gettleman. I'm a good player. Right. I'm just saying maybe we were a little bit all too quick. Uh, to judge Gettleman, that all that all of his that players, was all the GM that was all on the he GM. He doesn't coach the team. He maybe, doesn't take any any snaps. Maybe maybe it was you know Joe Judge. Now listen, and the Pat GM, Shermer and Pat Shermer. Now the GM hires those guys, so that I understand. But from a player development, 
point of view, give the guy credit. The guy drafted two of your most important players on the team right now. And that's Daniel Jones and that's Saquon Barkley. And I hope he's somewhere proud of that. I hope he's somewhere smiling like, yeah, I did that. And uh, who would you rather have in that that draft, right? Kyler Murray was the first quarterback taken. I think I'd rather have Daniel Jones than Kyler Murray. (laughs) The redraft of that right now would be interesting because you can almost say right now, and everyone was saying Daniel Jones can't be Lamar Jackson. You, there's an argument that Lamar Jackson might not be Daniel Jones at this point, which is fascinating to. But when you think about it, we don't know what is going to like Lamar Jackson. I'm glad you brought him up too. Uh, like the, I don't know right now. I guess he's that hurt. He's missed like four weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah, it's a contract year, so yeah. that's got to play into it. When this season started, people were comparing him to Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge bet on himself. Bet on, yep. Now, and again, this is nothing against the player. Lamar is incredible. We understand that. But right now, it's tough. Maybe Lamar has to now play up to Daniel Jones level. And we're seeing everyone, all these running quarterbacks, you know, Justin Fields, who looks really cool, but I have no idea if he's a good quarterback because every week I swear he's 8 for 30. And he lined up as a tailback. And he lines up as a tailback. They had a tight end. Toss him the ball. So, <laughs> so when Jets, when people get on the Jets for drafting Zach Wilson and not Justin Fields, let's all remember that we have no idea what kind of a thrower of the ball Justin Fields is. He's an incredible runner, and it's awesome to have that in your back pocket. But nobody knows as a quarterback as a thrower of the and football. And you got to be able to throw the ball. And you in have the to be NFL. able to throw the ball. And nobody can tell me right now if Justin Fields can actually throw a good ball or not. And I know they have crap weapons and no wide receivers. I get that. I understand but that. See, That's I've, a fact. I've fought that too. Cole Komet is a good tight end. They did trade for uh, Chase Claypool, and they had Mooney, and they had uh, Aquimius St. Brown. They had a couple guys better than what the Giants had. Daniel sure. Jones did all of this with Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. Kenny Galladay sucked. I remember being scared when they got Kenny G. As a Dallas fan a couple years back, I'm like, the Cowboys don't have any corners. Who's going to cover this guy? This is Baby Tron. <laughs> you said uh, Kenny G. That's hysterical. Kenny G. Kenny G. Wonderful. Uh, was he? Jazz musician. Kenny G. Yeah, but when Kenny Galladay signed, I thought he was going to be a problem in the uh, NFC East. I think a lot of people thought he was going to be a problem. I have no idea what happened with that. What a fall from grace for, for Galladay, huh? What? That's Get one him of out those of here. Things. It's like these people... Goodbye. And it's not just in football, but these people in sports, they get signed to big contracts, and then they just forget like their talent. It just, like, disappears from their body. And you can go, you know, Jason Bay and, like, the Mets have a ton of these guys. But Kenny Galladay, like, it's not like he couldn't catch the football in Detroit. Like, he had Stafford throwing in the ball. Remember like, he had um, good Albert Haysworth, the D-tackle with the with the Redskins at the time? Did nothing once he signed. No. Well, except terrible. for Stel, he stepped in the guy's eye, right? <laughs> I thought did, didn't Hanger step in the guy's eye. Yeah. It's rough out there, bro. Football is crazy. Now that I have you, Paulie, I was mentioning you before, but I think you went to get food. We are coming up on the two-week anniversary of you being on at 2.33 in the morning. Yes, sir. And Carlos Correa is announced as a New York Met. Yes, sir. Steve Cohen steals him away in the middle of the night from Hawaii. Yep. And that was the night that we should have all been sleeping, getting ready to see Aaron Judge. Be named the 16th captain. And we did do that. 
But there was a little bit of a cloud hanging over the Yankee universe that day, in my opinion. Um, I wouldn't say cloud. I would say the shine of all of the baseball writers when they would have been on Aaron Judge and the Yankees in a meaningless December day. Biggest contract of the offseason. Yes, a little bit of that got shine, got taken away when Heyman tweets that out at 2.40 in the morning. Yeah. The Yankees took a little bit of a backseat that morning. Yes, they did. I I don't feel good about that now because here we are two weeks and he hasn't been signed. He has not been signed, no. So I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that when the Subway Series comes. Like, I'm going to remember that when this, the season starts. A, a little little brother jealousy from the Yankee fans. Yeah, we're going to remember that one. I love it. I, I, I love it. I think Correa gets signed by the Mets. I think this is all in lawyers' hands. <laughs> I think and, so, too. There's no other option. And honestly, let's, this could take another month. Get the and guy I signed by spring. Say, at this point, it's taking two weeks. It could take another two take weeks. Take another two weeks. Get the guy signed by spring training. Get him down there. Get him acclimated in Florida with all of his teammates, and that's going to be easy. And I, I think he gets signed. I cannot wait for opening day at City Field for the home opener. I think the electricity in that building is going to be off the walls. I can't wait because the and I said it when I was on two weeks ago when the news broke, and I was assuming obviously that this wouldn't be an issue. So if we believe that Correa is actually going to get signed to be a Met. They are the prohibitive favorites to win the NL and probably the World Series. That's how good that team is. And that's the standard. And that's going to be the bar right now for the Mets is they've put it high. And that's on Steve Cohen and that's Billy Epler and that's on the players. They have a high bar now. Yep. This is no more BS of you have to losing the to the Padres in a wild card. It's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what I said. I'm like, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Welcome. Yep. Welcome to what we feel. Yep. When when the Yankees load up and the Yankees are picked every year to come out of the American League and they fall short and you hear all these Yankees fans cry and complain. And I don't even use the B word on the radio, but B word about the team and Cashman and what now you guys are in the same boat. Yes, we are, which is bizarre. And it, I and even I said this two weeks ago as well. I don't care if St- I want Steve Cohen to buy everybody. The buying players, I'm behind it 100%. Because you know what? And and we'll, we'll throw it back even a little bit to DeMar Hamlin. Life is short. You know what? I, wanna, I, want, I want to see a Mets World Series. I want to see them win a World Series. And you know what? If this guy's going to buy everyone, let him buy everybody. Yeah. Let him Enjoy buy, it. As, as long as he's doing everything within the parameters of the rules of Major League Baseball and to what we know he is... Let him buy it. all he wants. Buy a title. It's a dream. It. It's a dream. Every wouldn't you want Steve Cohen as an owner? Of every the fan of every team wishes that they could get rid of the owners that they didn't like, and here comes an actual fan of the team with the money to say, no, 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 we're contenders now. Every year, every and that's the important part. He was Steve Cohen was a Met fan growing up in Great Neck. So when you have the ability as a fan of a team when you're growing up. And you have the ability that you've done so well in life that you can buy that team. You are going to stop at nothing to deliver one, at multi, hopefully multiple titles. But that first title that the that Steve Cohen is going to be behind, hopefully, he's going to get a statue outside City Field. Yeah, that yeah. guy. He's I, I, going to get a statue outside City Field in Hawaii when he made the Korea deal. I don't care, I don't care where he gets one. 
That's how important <laughs> Steve Cohen is to Mets fans. I love it as a uh, Yankees fan, but really as a baseball fan. As a Yankees fan, I don't love it. As a baseball fan, I love it because I love what it's doing to baseball. Baseball, right? Baseball is back in New York. We never left. But uh, on the same hand, I, I like can't wait for it to fail because <laughs> I know I know how like when the when when the Mets failed this year, I was like. Oh, it was it was it was theater. It was so mm-hmm. dramatic. Which what you know what it's like? It's and you're a fan of two evil empires, quote unquote, the Yankees and the Cowboys. Yep. People love they, when the Yankees they got lose me when and I when I the was Cowboys young, lose. Impressionable. Yep. They were on TV all the time. It was an easy pick. People love when those two teams lose. In hockey, people love when the Maple Leafs lose. People love because when the no Rangers one wants lose. The, the on paper champion to always to win. always win. They they love an underdog. It's I'll the story this. of America, this, an underdog story. What Steve Cohen has done for Major League Baseball, like he's changed the game. Like this is a this is a seventeen billion dollar guy coming in and saying, "Oh, uh, at first I was taking it easy. We came up short last last year. Now I'm going all the way in. You've, if you don't want to spend, you don't have to spend." But I'm doing everything inside the rules, the luxury tax. I don't care about your luxury tax. That doesn't scare me. He's got a tax named after him now. I'm trying to win. I've done things like put a statue of Tom Seaver outside of my place. Retire Keith Hernandez number. Bring back old timers day. The black jerseys on Fridays. It's lit over here now. And you can't stop me. That's on top of... He's trying to build up the area around City Field, so it's yeah. not Bring McFadden's tires, back. I'm in there. That's bars, a, that's casinos, thing. hotels. He's gonna. He's Do getting it. people jobs. Those are gonna. Yeah. You know how many people are gonna get jobs? That's him. That's him doing. I will 100 percent be in that casino. That is him. <laughs> doing. I'll see you there. That's him doing it. But again, he's gonna do all these things. What's the one thing the Mets fan is going to care about? A World Series. A World Series. That's what we need. Because it's been too long where we got toyed around by it. The Yankees haven't won in 13 years. If the Mets win before the Yankees win, I don't think I'll be mad. I think I'll be at the parade. I've claimed these Mets, right? Moneybag Co. and the Make It Happen Mets. I'm like, these are my Mets. I never watched Lucas Duda or Wilmer Flores. I wasn't into those guys. Ike Davis, the Spring Valley fever, (laughs) all the things, all the ridiculous injuries. Dwayne Sanchez in the cab accident in Florida. Man, I never watched the Mets. I was never checking for, uh, you know, even David Wright's Mets. I wasn't. But now that I'm on WFAN, you have to know what goes on with the Mets. So this past season was my first year watching. I was pumped. I like Starling Marte. I like Max Scherzer. I see them go out and get Canna, Escobar. Lindor is here. They have an all-star team. So I'm like, these are my Mets. <laughs> I'm claiming these Mets as my I'm own. I'm going to get this. As these a- are the only Mets. This is the only Mets team in 2022. Now coming up in 2023 that I can say I actually watch. Like I can name guys out of your bullpen. I can name your rotation. I know who stepped up when guys got hurt. Like I was never paying that much attention to the Mets, even though I've been in here, you know, I've been in New York, I've been in this area following the Yankees. There are a lot of Yankees fans that like, they're not checking for the Mets at all. So, here we go. Another season. It's 2023. Baseball's on the way. We're waiting on the Carlos Correa signing. It's been almost exactly two weeks. This this uh, will be uh, two weeks tonight once we get to like 2.33 since the news broke. And we wait. And it could take a while. Who knows? Now, shout out to my guy, Andrew, who calls from Portland. I said there was another guy that the Yankees had signed for this left field competition I couldn't think of. 
The Yankees signed outfielder Bill McKinney to a minor league contract uh, on December 31st. That's another guy in the mix with Willie Calhoun and Rafael Ortega. Do you notice a theme here, Yankees fans? Call me up, Yankees fans, Mets fans, 877-337-6666. We got a break. Go to the update. When we come back, we'll take all of your calls in the 9 o'clock hour. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 